Midlife Touring Cup seventh round of the season takes us to Heartland Park in Topeka, Kansas. As the GLTC field prepares for the first of four races here this weekend. Justin Kelly earlier one pole with a 142.686. And now the field lines up double file. Ready for the start here at the two and a half mile 14 turn. Heartland Park in Topeka, Kansas. I'm Kyle Heyer alongside Andy Hollis. Bringing you live GLTC action. As the field storms out of turn number 12. Up front, the number 86, Myriad Motorsports, Scion FRS, Eric Cattill, and the number 82, Hybrid Racing EG. Side by side, 25 cars for Grid Life Touring Cup from Heartland Park. Green flag flies, we're racing at Heartland Park in Topeka. Justin Kelly with a strong launch up towards turn one, Andy. Leaders coming into view now in turn three. But Kelly still leading the way. Cotille behind. Good gap there, probably four car lengths. Swenson just inside Cotille through turns five, heading up to six, a little tighter turn that is. Field going too wide in that short stretch. They'll blow it down and then hard on the gas all the way through seven. Wide open throttle down the back stretch. Kelly with a huge lead. Oh, gosh, probably 10, 20 yards. Cutiel with Swenson being hounded. Then O'Gorman right behind him. The field leaves turn eight. Justin Kelly leads now by 15 car lengths over Eric Cutiel in line. Right behind him, Jeremy Swenson. In the Viking Performance Corvette, hot on the heels of Cutiel as they stream through the chicane now. In behind Tom O'Gorman is lined up behind in fourth place as they crest the hill towards the backside of the racetrack. Kelly now with a 20 car length lead over Cattill. One car length back to Jeremy Swenson. Then it's O'Gorman, Smedgard, Aaron Lichty up three spots from his starting position. Kerry James behind him. Then it's Luke McGrew in the number seven McGrew Motorsports car lined up as Jeremy Swenson has a look at Cattill into turn number 12. No dice behind him, all single file action. Myriad Motorsports cars following Zach Lavoie as they stream through turn 13. Back up onto the front straight to complete lap number one. Justin Kelly leads the way across the line for the first time through. Then it's Cattill, Swenson, O'Gorman, and Smedgard. Lichty, the rest of the top six, Andy. Kelly stretching that lead out farther, but Cattill's starting to work on him here. Kelly obviously with the uh, horsepower down the front straight. Heading into uh, turn four now. Cutiel working on it. His car handling a little better, it looks like, than uh, Kelly's car. Swenson, O'Gorman, then Smedegard, and Lichty. Your top drivers right through there. Strung out now, about two cars in between each of these. Yeah, the gap starting to shrink as they head down the backstretch. Cutiel starting to make some time there. And then Swenson, O'Gorman, Smedegard, Lichty. As the field goes into turn eight. Middle of lap number two, Justin Kelly's lead quickly being erased by Eric Attil on the Hybrid Racing EG, now closing. It was 20 car lengths, now it's 15 as they stream through the S's on the backside of the racetrack. Eric Cattill now still has Jeremy Swenson in tow, O'Gorman and Smedgard in the ASM cars right behind the top five stream on through. It's still Kelly out front with a healthy margin over Cattill, but Cattill closes in the braking zone, closing in evermore in the number 82 Civic. 
Aaron Lichty approaching the ASM cars now from sixth position. Kerry James runs wide. Luke McGrew right to the rear tailpipes. Eric Jensen watching from behind, waiting to get involved in that fight as Cotill closes in. Five car lengths now, four as they stream through the final corner and back up onto the front straightaway. Kelly way wide out to the concrete as they come up onto the front stretch. And now the 82 will open up the tap and try to run him down. O'Gorman closes on, Smet on Swenson as they head into turn one. Leaders into turn three again. Coutil has really narrowed that gap on Kelly now. His car is super fast through that turn one, two, two, turn two area. Starting to get right up on the bumper, taking a much tighter line as Coutil as he gets really close now to Kelly heading through turn five in that uh, EG Civic. On the backstretch, Coutil now within striking distance right on the bumper of Kelly. Can Kelly pull it away down the backstretch with the power? And he does. He starts pulling away as they head down the backstretch into turn eight. Then Swenson, then O'Gorman, then Smedegar, then Lichty. Those guys all just, at the, other than the very head, about two cars apart between each other. Onto the backstretch again. Out front remains Justin Kelly, but Cotille is hot on the heels now as they stream into the S's. The slipstream closing for the 82. That gap is as small as it's been the whole race so far. Swenson waiting in the wings in third. Then it's uh, O'Gorman and Smedgard fourth and fifth, followed by Aaron Lichty, who's dropped off the tailpipes of the twin S2000s. But Cotille is there for the race lead. Justin Kelly's lead is gone. It's five car lengths, four, make it three as they head into turn 12. He's right there now under the rear wing as they come under the O'Reilly Bridge and back to the start finish line. Cotill looks driver's left side by side through turn 13, takes a look, can't do it. Nose gets chopped off now into the final corner, up onto the front straightaway. Kelly slips and slides, nose to tail as they streep onto the front straightaway again here at Heartland Park. One car length between the two race leaders. Swenson still third as they come across the line. Heading down into the front stretch. Still the same folks, Kelly at the front. Slight gap back to Cotill. Into turn three, Coutil all over the backside of Kelly. Not quite too wide yet. Let's see if he can sneak up on him into turn four, having to back off a smidge. Super tight line over the curb is Coutil. He's trying to nose in. He's got a nose in on Kelly in through five. Not quite going to do it, though. Top four all packing up now. As O'Gorman right up on the back of Swenson and then Smedegard piece of paper could hang over the top five there. Now, Kelly's starting to stretch it again on the back stretch with the extra power of that car. Over the crest of the hill, Justin Kelly continues to defend for the top spot. It's still five car lengths now as they come on through and onto the back stretch. Chicane, Cotill is right there, but he has been unable to find his way around the 86 Myriad Motorsports car of Justin Kelly. Jeremy Swenson still third, but O'Gorman closing now from behind of the ASMS 2000. The top five separated by less than two seconds as they sweep through the backside of the course into turn number 12. Cotill is there again. He's so good on the brakes here as they close into 12, right to the tailpipes once more under the bridge, and he'll have a look at driver's left. Kelly defends for a moment, tucks back in line. One, two, three, four, five on top of each other as they sweep through turn 13 and 14 here at Heartland Park. And onto the front straight once more. Kelly, Cotill, Swenson, O'Gorman, Smedgard. One, two, three, four, and five. Lichty, 20 car lengths back in six, unable to do much with it. Kerry James is behind. That's seventh place, followed by Jensen. And with number seven of Luke McGrew. Once again, Kelly pulling away. Down the front stretch over Alpha 1, the hill. But this is where Coutil is so good through turns 1 and 2. He's right up alongside of Kelly now as they head down into 3. Will they go too wide? Just out of my view right now. Coming back in. Oh, yes. Coutil taking the outside line. Trying to get a fender up on Kelly. He can't. The short squirt 
Kelly comes into five and takes the line back away from him. Swenson under attack from O'Gorman in through five with Smedegar right behind him. Swenson opting to run the Hoosier A7 DOT slick this weekend instead of the street tires. So he will not fade away like he has oftentimes in the past when he has been on the street tires. Right there with him. Top five. All together. Oh, yes. Coutillo behind, gets by in turn seven there. Coutillo by Kelly. Pass for the lead. It is a hornet's nest, but Cotill has gotten by for the race lead. He has passed Justin Kelly in the number 86. Now Cotill leads the race down the back stretch. Now in second, here comes Justin Kelly once more to battle for the race lead on the back straightaway as they head towards the chicane. It's now Cotill leading. Justin Kelly second to number 86. Now Swenson under fire from O'Gorman in fourth. Into the chicane on the back stretch towards turn number 12. Now Cotill's lead stretches to five car lengths. Swenson still under fire from O'Gorman in the Blue S2000. His teammate right behind him, but with Cotill out front, can anybody run him back down? Well, there's still time left in this race. Kelly's made the car wide. Can he be there at the end? O'Gorman has a look at Swenson. Big dive into turn 12. Can't do it. He stays fourth. Smedgard there as well. Can they push and shove to help each other out? Time will tell, but Cotill... Leads now by eight car lengths, stretching that lead as they return to the front straightaway. Kerry James and Eric Jensen still in a locked into battle in seventh with the 45 car and Luke McGrew still behind. Then it's Gary Wimble, Jake Jorenstad, and Zach Lavoie. Over the Alpha One Hill, Coutille starting to pull away from Kelly. Kelly just kind of walking backwards in the field. Coutille, your top qualifier yesterday, but uh, Kelly pipping him today in qualifying session two when temps were cooler. But his car handling super good, running the low downforce setup that he's uh, trying this weekend. Seems to really be working for him. Swenson now all over the back of Kelly, and O'Gorman shows the nose inside of Swenson through turn five. Does he get it? We'll see as they come into six. That's the tight, sharp left-hander right before the back straight starts. O'Gorman through, and now Smedegard alongside as Swenson starts to pull away. Those two still side by side as they head up into turn th turn eight. Eric Cotill now leads the race. He's coming off of a pair of victories at Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course. He was unable to win the weekend after sliding into the gravel in race number four where O'Gorman picked up the spot. But look at O'Gorman. He has moved to third past Jeremy Swenson. Now sets his sights on second place, Justin Kelly. But Cotill still leads as they head into turn 12. Kelly second, then it's O'Gorman now P3. Swenson fourth. Now Smedgard putting pressure on the back of the Purple Viking Performance Corvette as they head under the bridge and return to the front straight again. Oh, side by side, around the outside goes Smedgard. He takes fourth place away from Jeremy Swenson. Now it's the two S2000s of Tom O'Gorman and Eddie Smedgard, third and fourth, as they come across the line once more. Cotill, Kelly, O'Gorman, Smedgard, Swenson, Aaron Lichty, Kerry James, and Eric Jensen, the rest of the top seven. Cotill continuing to lead the way. Pretty good gap now back to Kelly and then O'Gorman, Smedgard, Lichty. Couple cars in between, a couple car lengths in between each of those. Heading down between two and three now. Coutil, really good at managing his tires. Usually comes alive. A couple laps in the race as he's showing here today. O'Gorman getting closer and closer to Kelly now. Down through turn six. O'Gorman right on the back of Kelly. Kelly's starting to pull away though. Through seven with the extra power. A little heavier car, but extra power. This is his advantage right here on the straights, but I bet O'Gorman gets him under braking into turn eight and nine. 
On to the back straight once more. It's still Cattill, then Kelly, then O'Gorman. They're one, two, and three in lockstep with each other as they sweep through the S's. The high speeds here at Heartland Park in Topeka. But Cattill, again, after coming off those wins at Mid-Ohio, looking to collect as many points as he can before the season finale at Road America in two months' time. But Kelly has not gone away. Cattill with a big moment for a slide, gathers it back up. But O'Gorman now closes into the race for second place. He has put his S2000 right to the rear tailpipes of the number 86 Myriad Motorsports car of Justin Kelly. And he might have a shot at second place. Now it's Cattill, Kelly, Swenson, and Eddie Smedgard, one, two, three, and four. White flag is in the air, it's the final lap. One more time around here at Heartland Park, Cattill searching for the victory that he owes himself after the conundrum at Mid-Ohio. Field comes over the hill, down to the breaking zone for turn one. Gutiel still leading the way over Kelly, then O'Gorman, Smedegard, Lichty, just as they were when we last saw them. Heading now down into turn three. This is the section where the lightweight handling car, O'Gorman, significantly quicker than Kelly. Can he get enough to get a nose under him? Heading up into five. Cutiel looking really good through there. O'Gorman up alongside of Kelly now. On the outside, heading into six. Not getting close enough. Oh, and Smedegard now pulling alongside of O'Gorman. Tom trying to outbreak him and kind of outbroke himself there. Smedegard getting by O'Gorman as they head down the backstretch into turn eight. Swenson moving way back now behind the two of them. It's the final lap of race one here for Gridlife Touring Cup. Eric Cattill leads now by eight car lengths over Justin Kelly, who started on pole and had the lead for the first handful of laps until Cattill slid by him late in the lap. Behind them in third, it looks like Tom O'Gorman has given a spot to Andy Smedgard for third. Yes, he has moved the ASM owner of Andy Smedgard to P3, but O'Gorman wants back by. Here he comes side by side on the backstretch towards turn 12. The teammates in the S2000s door to door, but O'Gorman gets through. He grabs a spot. Now Cattill coming back to the checkered flag has five, make it 10 car lengths on Justin Kelly. Into 12 for the final time. O'Gorman dives in trying to get to the back of the 86 of Kelly. He can't do it. Lap traffic potentially West Case in the BMW M3. Here comes Cattill. Final corner. Checkered flag waving after being denied victory at Mid-Ohio. Eric Cattill is going to see the checkered flag at Heartland Park. He's going to win. Followed by Justin Kelly. Tom O'Gorman rounds out the podium. Then Andy Smedgard, Jeremy Swenson, Aaron Lichty, Kerry James, the 45 car of Robert Thorne, followed by Eric Jensen. There's still some door-to-door battling. Zach Lavoie and Jake Jornstad almost touching doors. Big slide. Jornstad hangs it out as they come back to the checkers. Zach Lavoie is going to grab the spot, have Jornstad finish up behind him. Then it's Jeremy Boysen, followed by the Nine Lives racing car of Joel Morrison. Worked all weekend long to repair that car, and now he comes across the line right behind Jeremy Boysen. Dustin Barty, Eric Meadows. Felipe Gonzalez and Andy Work are still locked in a battle as they come back to the checkers. Meadows in the three. Here comes Work, drag race back to the line. Felipe Gonzalez goes to cover, and he's going to take the spot. Andy Work will come home behind him in his orange Honda Civic. But Eric Cattill gets it done for race one of Grid Life Touring Cup here from Heartland park in Topeka, Kansas. Behind him, Justin Kelly, the pole sitter, could not hang on. He finishes second. Tom O'Gorman third from race one here for Grid Life Touring Cup.
starting grid for today's race number two here at Heartland Park. On row number one, it's going to be Andy Smedegard in the ASM number 212 Honda S2000. Lined up alongside the number 30 of Jeremy Swenson in the Viking Performance Corvette. Row number two, it's going to be Tom O'Gorman in the number 94 ASM Honda S2000 alongside Eric Cotill, the race one winner. In row number three, it's going to be Justin Kelly who won pole for the first race right alongside Aaron Lichty in a 2010 Porsche Cayman. Uh, all white and very, very quick. Behind him, it's going to be Kerry James and Robert Thorne side-by-side side in that sixth row. Row seven, Eric Jensen and Jake Joransaw, then Zach Lavoie and Gary Wimble, then Jeremy Boysen alongside the Nine Lives Racing Car. Into turn 13 and into 14. Grid Life Touring Cup, race number two from Heartland Motorsport Park in Topeka, Kansas. Jeremy Swenson and Andy Smedgard door to door as they come up to start this race 15 minutes 25 cars 12 rows deep who's going to win it now with andy smedgard swenson o'gorman and Cattill. green flag flies and we're racing at heartland park in topeka kansas aaron lichty takes the field three wide as they crest the hill coming your way fields heading down into turn one looks like swenson got a great start down the hill there through one through two leading the field by Car length and a half. Smedegard falling back in that underpowered S2000 to so head down into turn three. And Smedegard pulls right up on Swenson's back, exiting three now, up into four. O'Gorman right up on Smedegard as well. The blanket could cover the top three. Andy ducking under, underneath Swenson into five, right all over him. Going to watch how they try a different line, each of them, into turn six here onto the long back straight. Once again, the top three, Swenson, Smedegard, O'Gorman. Then we've got a bit of a gap to Coutille. You talk to Coutille, and he says it always takes him a lap or two to kind of get the confidence in the car. So we'll look for him to make a little bit later race move. As uh, Justin Kelly pulling alongside Aaron Lichty, heading into turn eight. The field opens the tap onto the back straightaway for the first time. It looks to be Jeremy Swenson out front in the V8-powered Corvette. He's out in front of the two ASM cars, Andy Smedgard, the pole sitter, and Tom O'Gorman in tow. It's out front. It's Swenson, then Smedegard, then O'Gorman. One through three. Smedegard is right to the rear bumper of Swenson as they head down towards turn 12. There's Eric Attil in fourth. In fifth place, it's still Justin Kelly, but it's still Swenson holding up the train, the cork in the bottle as they head to turn 12. Now, half a car length, it's just feet between the front five as they stream under the O'Reilly Auto Parts Bridge and then back towards turn 13. They'll make the right-hander there and then the left into turn 14 and back up onto the front straightaway. Swenson in command and opening the tap on that gnarly V8. Eric Cotill pushing Tom O'Gorman down the front straightaway in line with his teammate. And then again, it's fifth, Justin Kelly, Aaron Lichty in sixth. Swenson once again pulling a big gap down into turn one on that long straightaway, using the advantage of the high horsepower of that Corvette over the rest of the field. Smedegard working his way back as we head into turn three. Under braking, does he pull up? It sure looks like he does. Yes, indeed. A little farther away this time than last lap. Swenson looking to make hay while he's got good tires under him. O'Gorman being held up by Smedegard now. He's all over the bumper. And here comes Cotille now joining the action. Justin Kelly on him. Aaron Lichty. Boy, five cars right in a row. Less than a car width behind him. Swenson making a getaway out of turn six onto that long backstretch. Pulling even more of a gap now on Smedegard. 
Now lap number two, Jeremy Swenson still in command of the field. That is a 10, maybe 12 car length gap between him and Andy Smedegard in second place. The ASM crew now giving way to the bus stop here. Eric Cattill right in behind. He is definitely being held up by those two S2000s. Has a look to drivers right on Tom O'Gorman. O'Gorman defends as they head down the backstretch. But Swenson on the Hoosier tire this weekend made the swap from the street tire back to the slick. And Andy Smedgard now holding up a train of six cars. That'd be O'Gorman, Cattill, Justin Kelly, Aaron Lichty. Big slide out of the 86 car as they come through turn 13. Then it's the 45 of Robert Thorne, James Carey, Luke McGrew now up a spot in front of Eric Jensen. Onto the front straight once more. Swenson still leads 10 car lengths between himself and Andy Smedgard in the number 212 Honda S2000. Swenson still in the lead. That gap is growing now over Smedegard. Easily a good six car lengths now, much like he always did when he was running on the 200 Treadwear tires, but doing it now on the uh, Hoosier R7s, pulling that big gap. He'll lose a little bit here in the handling section as those S2000s hounding him. Smedegard holding Mr. O'Gorman up and Coutil, Eric Coutil all over the back of Tom O'Gorman now. Justin Kelly right behind them. Now only three car lengths here up into turn six as Swenson dives in, reaccelerates. Yep, three car lengths, and that gap will grow now as they come through seven, hard on the gas. It's full throttle, flat out for all these cars through that section, just barely on the limit, heading up into turn number eight. The storyline all year long has been Jeremy Swenson out front. Can he hang on for the entire duration of this race? He has so far. Smedgard in second still holding up his teammate, Tom O'Gorman, in the third spot. That's that bright blue Honda S2000. Cattell right there. The race one winner has a look up the inside of O'Gorman. Side by side for a moment. Off into the sweeping left-hander, but backs out, thinks better of it. The four-car tango for second place still hotly contested as they head down into turn number 12. Out front, Swenson leads with a healthy margin over Smedegard. Now Lichty under fire from Robert Thorne, the number 45 Miata. As they head under the O'Reilly Auto Parts Bridge, Lichty definitely holding up that 45 carry. James Luke McGrew now looking for a spot. Back onto the front straight. Swenson leads, but it has not grown. It's still about 10 car lengths as they come on through to complete the third lap through here at Heartland Park. Preston the Hill, Swenson still. Boy, the gap continuing to grow. Easily 9-10 car lengths. Back to Smedegard. Smedegard holding up the field. He's got O'Gorman and Cattillo really wanting to get past him, but unable to find a way with this super clean GLTC wheel-to-wheel -wheel racing where contact could be avoided at all costs. Smedegard a little wide on the exit of uh, turn three there, heading up into four. O'Gorman all over him, and Cattillo all over O'Gorman. Back down to about a four-car length lead here, heading into turn number six for Swenson. Looks like Robert Thorne having a good day out there in that LFX-powered Miata, the only one here in the field. Yet another great combination here for GLTC. That's the V6 motor you might find in a Camaro. Swenson continues to pull away over Smedegard, Gorman, Coutil, and then Justin Kelly right behind him. There are two and a half miles of pavement around here at Heartland Park, but only about 100 feet being used between second and fourth as they sailed on the back straightaway through the left and right handers. Over 100 miles an hour, triple-digit speeds here. Smedgard still in commando. Gorman closing as they head back towards turn number 12. Again, Cattill looks driver's left, has a dive on O'Gorman, side-by-side for third. Very tight between the two. Again, friends on and off the racetrack, but very 
tight battle for third place right now. Smedgard closes on the brakes for the race leader. It is still one, two, three, four, five. Swenson, Smedgard, O'Gorman, Cotill, and Justin Kelly, the race one pole sitter, still right there in tow. Behind them, Robert Thorne has gotten by Lichty, who now faces pressure from the 44 of James Carey, a brand new motor in that car this week to try to find some more speed after an engine failure a couple months ago. Jensen now to the back of the 44 as they come onto the front straightaway to complete the fourth lap of this race. Swenson still leading, but the lead is getting smaller down into turn one again. Got a pair of S2000s hounding him with Eric Atiel in the uh, EG Honda Civic case 24 powered right behind them. So it's Swenson about two car lengths, pair of S2000s and then Cutiel. And have they swapped positions? No. Looks like it's still Smedegard followed by uh, Tom O'Gorman. Justin Kelly falling back a little bit. This is what happened to him last race where his car later in the race just starts to fall off on the tires a little bit and he worked his way backwards. But uh, the gap now only about three car lengths. He's maybe four now as Swenson heads on to the back stretch, gapping it up a little bit for heading into turn number eight. The lead is shrinking for Jeremy Swenson. That's been the struggle all year long for this car. It weighs 3,200 pounds, the most of any car in the field. Behind them, the two ASM S2000s weigh just a little over 2,800 pounds, so almost a 400-pound difference between these cars, but Swenson still has a commanding lead. It is shrinking, though, as we get near the halfway point of this race. Smedegard still second place, potentially holding up his teammate, O'Gorman, who closes on the brakes. Cattill still in lockstep in fourth. Then it's Justin Kelly. It is a long way back, 15 cars back to sixth place. Robert Thorne in the number 45 Mazda Miata, but up front as they come through 12 and 13, the gap is definitely tightening. Smedgard now five, maybe four car lengths. O'Gorman right there as well. It is nip and tuck, nose to tail, emblem to emblem as they come back onto the front straightaway once more here at Heartland Park. Justin Kelly losing touch with the four race leaders as they sweep under the start-finish bridge. Jeremy Swenson still holding better of the field as we head back into turn number one. Looks like our S2000s are gapping each other a little bit now, though. The pack behind him starting to spread out a little bit. Into turn number three, Andy Smedegard getting a lot closer this time. When will Swenson's tires start to fall off? That will be the question. Andy within a car length now as they head through turn number five. Turn six, a little bit slower, tighter turn. Can Swenson park him and then accelerate away? No, he's not doing that this time. Still only a car length as they head down towards the flat out turn number seven. So it's Swenson, Smedegard, O'Gorman, Coutil, then a bit of a gap, and then Justin Kelly working his way backwards a little bit, followed by, looks like Robert Thorne, and then Aaron Lichty rounding out the field, heading into turn number eight. The lead Swenson has is now gone. It's just four, maybe five car lengths on the back straightaway now. The ASM cars tucked into slipstream behind. A bit of a gap now between the two ASM cars O'Gorman's lost a little bit of ground to his teammate, but Andy Smedgard is closing to the race leader again. Swenson's car tends to fall off towards the end of the race. We're seeing that now. Eric Cattill still might be faster. Big slide by O'Gorman. Cattill goes the long way around. O'Gorman has to give it up. He slots back into fourth place, loses a position to the race one winner, but back through turn 12 right to the rear wing of that number 82 hybrid racing EG. For the top spot, though, Smedegard is there. Can he get past the... Big purple Corvette onto the front straight. Has to lift for a moment. Now, drag race down the front stretch. Nose the tail. Smedgard right under the rear wing of the purple Corvette. Swenson still in the lead, but Smedgard hot on his heels, and Coutil has gotten by Tom O'Gorman now. 
up into a podium spot is uh, Cotillo to add to the points he got earlier with that win. Smedegard getting way close now to Swenson. Heading up into turn number four. But Cotillo on the move. Cotelli continue to moving back. And Robert Thorne looking real good now. In sixth place there, followed by Lichty. And then Eric Jensen Howdy. rounding out the field there. Smedegard within a car length now heading on to the back straight through turn number seven. Bit of a gap, then uh, Coutil followed by O'Gorman up into turn number eight. Jeremy Swenson making the car wide, still on defense from the number 212, but has not been able to get back to the front. They've all been one through four. The only swap here has been Cotill getting by O'Gorman. They've been line astern for the entirety of this race in lockstep with one another, unable to make the move. They're all so tight together. The gap is back up to about seven car lengths now, but Smedgard still has some left in the tank. Maybe a bullet left in the chamber to go after Swenson. We're running out of time in this race for certainly. Now Cotill facing pressure from O'Gorman. O'Gorman has a peak into turn 13, but one, two, three, and four, only about 50 feet apart as they come back up onto the front straightaway this time through. White flag waving. One more lap here at Heartland Park. Swenson, Smedegard, Eric Cotill, and Tom O'Gorman. One through four, then Justin Kelly in fifth. One more time around the two and a half miles here at Heartland. Swenson still leading the way over Smedegard, then Cutiel, O'Gorman getting a lot closer to Cutiel now. Will he come back at him? This race getting very close to the end. Swenson, those tires are going to start going away on that big heavy Corvette. Can Smedegard take advantage of it that they head into turn number four? Got a two car length gap between the two of them. Another two lengths to Cutiel and then O'Gorman all over the backside of Eric Cutiel. Justin Kelly, about 10 cars back, and then Robert Thorne. Is there anything left in the tank for Andy Smedgard? He is now just three car lengths back. He has one long straightaway in four very tight corners to have an opportunity to get by against Smedgard's strength is on the brakes right now, right behind as they, again, row through the gears. Fourth and fifth gear now on the backside of the course. Jeremy Swenson holding strong has proved to have no shortcomings in this race. On a street tire, perhaps he would have fallen back into the clutches of the drivers behind, but this race he has been rock solid. Smedegard is not close enough to make a move here. He's going to have three corners left through turn 12. He's going to close on the brakes here. Two car lengths now. One car length as they come through turn 13. He's right there as they come back to the checkered flag. Half a car length between them. Smedegard tries to line him up. The over-under V8 versus four-cylinder K24. There they come. Back to the checkered flag. Nose to tail. Jeremy Swenson and Andy Smedegard across the line. Swenson will win the drag race with the V8 power. He gets it done in the Viking Performance Corvette. Andy Smedegard in second, then Eric Cotill, Tom O'Gorman, Justin Kelly, Robert Thorne, Aaron Lichty, Eric Jensen, Kerry James. Behind them, it's Jake Jorenstad coming back to the checkers. Gary Wimble, Joel Morrison knows the tail now. Zach Lavoie looking on from behind. But again, across the line, Wimble, Morrison, Lavoie, Jeremy Boysen. They will come across the line, nose the tail. Dustin Barty, Eric Meadows, and now also Felipe Gonzalez knows the tail. That's the Honda Civic, the Mazda MX-5, and the Honda S2000. Across the line, Barty, Meadows, and the 12. 
of Felipe Gonzalez. On the back, the back side of the course, there is the 46 of Bill Griffin, under fire from Robert Virhu in the Nissan 350Z. Andy Work in the orange Civic behind him. They're locked in a battle as they come back to the checkers. Bill Griffin apexes turn 12 with pressure from the silver and red 350. Andy Work right there as well, but the two higher powered cars are gonna have the advantage here back on the front straightaway. Brian DeFries watching from behind. Virhu tries to square it off, but it's not gonna work. Bill Griffin, Virhu, and Andy Work knows the tail, followed by the 898 of Brian DeFries. And Wesley Case will round out the rest of the field, but this time it is a Jeremy Swenson victory holding off Andy Smedegard by just about a car length as they cross the start-finish line. That will be Jeremy Swenson's sixth win of 2021, the most of any driver in GLTC. Smedegard will come home second. Then again, Eric Attil, the race one winner, average finish is second so far this weekend, not too shabby. Then O'Gorman fourth, Justin Kelly in fifth. Race number three tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. will be set by the finishing position of the drivers today. So Swenson will start on the front row tomorrow alongside Smedgard. It will be another drag race between those two down into turn number one. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m., GLTC Race 3 from Heartland Park in Topeka. Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the Pits Air Grid Live to say hello.